Hello, good morning, or as I always say, good uh, evening or good late afternoon, depending on what time you'll be hearing this. It's the 14th of May. Time really flies. We had some of Haleo recently, and I was away pretty much a lot of mornings or studying for my exam, so I couldn't really um, manage to squeeze in some Turkish sessions but you know it's a way for me to maintain my um, heartfelt connection with my native language as well as to help you I mean learning or teaching these are two very big words maybe I need to be more humbled and don't pronounce them but I will still pronounce exposure meaning that I hope these um, podcast sessions give you the exposure you need or you could benefit to then go ahead and learn. But this would just show um, bits and pieces for you then to really internalize should there be a need or want to master or at least, um, you know, get your way around with Turkish language. Having said that, let's continue where we uh, left off. I wanted to continue with Teach Yourself Turkish book, as I have mentioned a while ago. And in this book right now, I'm ending page 65. It's the fourth uh, section that deals with possessives. What we're going to do now. What is possessive? It's like possession, obviously. I mean, this is how in Turkish you would say John's table, Alicia's key, Or, you know, some key belongs to Alicia. That's, that's why it's Alicia's key or John's table. So how do we say those things in Turkish? You're Just like I kept saying Iyor as being your best friend for present continuous tense, I will now say In um, is going to be your best friend to make possessives in Turkey. But as we always say, like in Iyor, I say Iyor, right? But then it's going to be iyor, iyor, uyor, 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 because it's going to be the vowel harmony. So depending on the vowel that comes prior to the attachment, that bit of the attachment will change. So similarly to in. So it's going to be un, in, un, un, depending on the vowel that comes before. Let's give some examples because I feel like without examples... It's important to kind of have a notion of what is being said before examples, but it's only through understanding the examples I think you finally start to get the point. So, kız is, uh, in Turkish, is like chica, is girl. So, kız, kızın, as I said, I add un. So, now it's the girls, you know, like girls. And then there will be something, whatever, like girls' uh, table. Anne, Anne is mother. You might be actually familiar with this word. Anne nin, mothers. Anne nin, Anne nin kitabı, mothers, the mother's book. Müdür is director, is manager. Usually we use it for schools manager, um, like headmaster. Um, müdürün, müdürün, headmasters, directors. Firma. Firmar, I can firmar. Como firma in Turkish, it's a firm, it's a company. So, firmanın, uh, the company is the firms. 
Um, so kızın, annenin, kız becomes kızın, anne becomes annenin. As you notice, since we're not gonna have two vowels together, you might add another N and then in so that there is kind of like softening from E, I. So you don't say anne in, you say annenin, right? Annenin, müdür, müdürün, firma, firmanın. Then you could say, well, what do we do? What do we do? What do we say? <laughs> As you make fun of me. Um, how do we do with plurals, right? So kız is girl, but what about kızlar? I already told you it was like the second, third episode. Um, lar, ler are the attachments we use to make plural. So kız is girl, kızlar is girls, kızlar un. So that didn't change too much, did it? Obviously, the um, plural came right after the core, the root of the word. So the root of the word as being singular, the plural attached, and then there is I-N to give the possessive. So the girls, like the girls, like the plural girls, like mujeres, chicas, like that one, kızların, then it's that the belonging, like something of those girls. Anne, annenin, anneler, annelerin, müdür, müdürün, Müdürler, müdürlerin, firma, firmanın, firmalar, firmaların. So this is the idea. There is one thing interesting though with regards to the difference between English and Turkish. So in English, for example, as the book mentions, when you say the phrase, the doctor's house, you only give the possessive to the doctor. You don't say the doctor's houses, something like that. Um, so the possessive ending goes to the doctor, but in Turkish, it goes to both. So when you're dealing with possession, when we're, when we're trying to say the doctor's house, not only there's going to be an attachment after the doctor to the doctor, but there's also going to be an attachment to the house. So it's going to be doctor un evi. So, um... You know the un, as I said, but because it's doktor, the o requires un, so doktorun. But you don't say doktorun ev, which is what you would say as like a very logical person. But that that e ev, ev gets an e, so it's not the person who possesses it, but like what they possess, the person or like the the one who possesses it is gonna get un, as I keep been saying. But like it's gonna be un in un un depending on the vowel, right? So that's fine. But the thing that the person possesses is gonna get an i e in Turkish, or s like the s uh, in between if there are two vowels happening. Let's give some examples to make it clear. Doktorun evi. You know, kız daughter, kızlar, kızlar like girls, uh, plural. Kızların annesi. So, you know, the second requires E. I don't know, like, since you're not seeing this, I don't know just by listening and driving, this is, like, way too complicated or I'm drugged or being weird. But it's not as bad as it is. I just, I feel like I'm a visual person, so I wouldn't learn it just by listening. But please, like, look into possessives in Turkish and you'll get some ideas. We also tend to do that a lot, like, when we're in the second grade, one word, even in the third grade, 
because unless you practice them a lot, the vowel harmony, you might get it wrong, kind of. But anyway, so as I said, doktorun evi, kızların annesi, firmanın müdürü, so the firm's director, the one that kind of like possesses the director, so to speak, is the firm, right? That's why it's firms, firms director in English. So because it's firms, then you're going to need to say firmanın in Turkish. And müdür uh, is going to get an I like evi, but then since it's ü, ü, it requires ü, so that I transform into ü. I think looking back, like I didn't notice, but... um. Yeah, for, I guess, um, strangers learning Turkish, it might be a big deal understanding this vowel harmony because obviously, like, you might fall to these traps um, when you're first trying. But anyways, just practice, like everything else. Futbolcu, footballer, like football player. Futbolcunun, the football player's father. Futbolcunun babası. Baba is father. Like, you cannot say baba ı. So you're gonna have to say babası. That that at s is um like the the helping sound so that two vowels can get together. So this is something you could practice, but there's something I think it takes to memorize. It's in Spanish. It's exactly mio, tuyo, suyo, nuestro, vuestro, eh, ellos, de de ellos. No sé cómo decirlo. Like the, the like the theirs. Uh, like that belongs to suyos, otra vez podres decir suyos. Um, so, mine or my is benim. Ben, as you know, is a personal pronoun, is I. So, benim, mine. Senin, yours. Onun, his or hers. Bizim, ours. Sizin, Yours, as you know, th this season can be both uh, your as in plural, more than like two other persons, or you informal. Onların, their, theirs. So um, I will leave you with a few more examples, and then we can have like, you know, the last bit. So benim evim, ev is home. What is it benim evim? Benim, my home, right? But you don't say benim ev. You say benim evim. Senin evin. Onun evi. Bizim evimiz. Sizin eviniz. Onların evi. Benim annem. My mother. It's like it's not like benim anne. Like mi mama would be benim anne. But it's wrong in Turkish. You have to add the both M at the end of both the person who possesses and the thing or the person being possessed through relation. So it's benim annem, senin annen, onun annesi, bizim annemiz, sizin anneniz, onların annesi. So this, as I said, was just an introduction. So I will say like two little funny points before I end this conversation and this podcast. Um, like, you know, um, in, in English, you would say, I got a daughter, I got a son, I got a car, like those things. How do you say that? Why do I mention this? Obviously, it's a possession. It's like a topic related to 
you know, having possessions. So um, in Turkish, you would say you you would use kızım var, but var, you know, it's like in Spanish, it's like I I I comida, I I ensalada, I I I mucho trabajo en en la casa, like that I is var. So kız is girl or daughter, depending on the context. Kızım is my daughter, like I have a mine daughter. So it's like to say I got a daughter, um, you say it is like there is my daughter, kind of like the translation is I got a daughter. That's what you would need to understand when you hear kızım var. But like the, based on the grammatics, based on the construction of the word, uh, of the phrase, it's more like there is, like I, there is my daughter. Var, kızım var. It's also tricky because when I say I, I mean H A Y in 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 Spanish. But then if I keep saying I I I, it might be like I am a woman, like I in English. So I guess before I make any sound, I need to make sure which language I'm speaking. But anyway, araba is you know is car. Araban is your car, like your car, your possession. Araban var, like there is your car. If you think about it, like Google will translate it as such, or maybe. But then, what it means is you got a car. For example, odanın banyosu var mı? Hard, isn't it? But then maybe not if you get to divide it and deal with it in little pieces. So you know var var mı? This is a way to ask questions, and I think I have taught this before. So oda is a room, and banyo is a bath, like a bathroom. Like, or just bath. So this is a question asking if the room has a bath. Oda, odanın. So just by hearing odanın, I know that we're not only talking about a room, but we're also talking about a room possessing something. So what is it possessing? That we're going to see, you know, right next to it, which is banyo, banyoso. Aha, this means we're talking about a room and that has a bath, but since it's var mı, uh, it's going to be like asking a question, does the room have a bath, does the room have a bath, sorry, but um, like if you just say odamın, odanın banyosu var, this means that the room has a bath, like this is a statement, but does the room have a bath, becomes with the mı at the end in Turkish, what else, onların arabası yok, Araba, I keep saying it's a car. Onlar, ellos, they. So they, onların, like we're talking about a possession that they will or they will not have. So onların arabası, their car. Yok is the contrary of like I in Spanish. So they don't have a car. They don't have a car. That's it. That's really it. There's just like two little bits I want to cover before I go into the next day's session just because they also are about um, possessions. You learned right now, I guess, the 80% of possessions. And just be safe because as I keep saying, the second, third graders, native speakers of Turkish, do spend, you know, days, weeks, months, whatever, doing this. So... It, it doesn't come naturally. You have to kind of like think about it to do it well. And there are people who make weird possession constructions in Turkish that 
you know, like, ah, so um, take your time, be patient about yourself. And yeah, so the last thing about like possession is, you know, in English, you can always skate like John's key, uh, Helen's bag, of course, this is the basics, but you could also use with or without, like just by the use of word with, you know that we're going to speak with some things or someone's possession or without. For example, balcon is balcony, terrasa, balcon. Balcon lu, just adding lu, again, I'm adding a parenthesis, it's li, lu, li, lu, lu, because depending on the vowel, li is going to become lu, li, lu, lu, u, i, u, u, just like permutations in mathematics. So there is the lu, but every kind of you know, um, attachment will have four variations. Lu, li, lu, lu, depending on the vowels before. So since the last vowel in balcon is o, it's not going to be balcon lu, it's not going to be balcon li, it's going to be not, it's not going to be balcon lu, it's going to be balcon lu. So with the, with a balcony, maybe it's a discussion of, you know, buying a property. So someone is asking, oh, but does this place have a balcony. Yes, yes, balcon lu. It's with a balcony, yes. So what's the contrary of lu? It's, for instance, shekar is sugar, but what about you're looking for a sugar-free, um, you know, drink? Then you're gonna say shekar siz. That siz attached to shekar is gonna make it sugar-free, right? So be careful with sis because ban san o be sis onna. Sis is also vosotros in Spanish, but obviously when it's attached after a noun, like in the case of shekar, shekar sis is like lacking sugar without sugar. But it can also be ev, for example, yeah, you already know ev is a home or house. Ev sis, this means like somebody doesn't have a house, like so it could be applied in so many ways. Uh, ya is fat or oil, like ya sis is oil-free. Maybe you're buying oil-free yogurt, so you say ya sis yogurt. So that's that's kind of it. Um, with the lu, like balcon lu, lu li lu lu, that kind of thing, it also has, you know, another use, which I think has to do with, you know, possessions anyway, which is to describe someone's nationality. What do I mean? Canada, which is not hard to know what it is. Canada, Canada, Canada. What about the person who's from Canada? What about the Canadian? You add li. Canada l. This kind of means like that person is with Canada, like this part of Canada. It's a nice little poetic touch. So, Chin, China, Chinle, Hispania right? Spain. España le Spanish. So that's, that's it. Like SH in, in, um, in English when you give, um, nationalities to people. So that's pretty much it for today. I hope it's been fun after a long while. I hope it was been pleasurable and I see you next time.